welcome to episode 12 of This Old Deck. Uh, this week, Mark and myself sit down with David Craig from uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, this is probably part one of many uh, as we sit down and kind of just jam out. Enjoy. I have a lot of things that <clears throat> are on the internet that are a little cringe this much later. Oh, and I don't care. Political talk, talk ends yeah. in three, two, two one. one. Right. Magic time. Yes, there we go. magic time. Uh, there we go. So let's. How much are you paying in taxes this year? Because I just started doing mine, and like, uh, I I owe like two k, and I, I like increased my withholding this year. Yeah, I that's that just sits until the deadline, and then I frantically yeah. do it at the end, and then then I then I worry. That's that's what we're doing right now. I just had to like uh, print a ten ninety eight. T, which is like uh i took two classes yeah. and i was like courtney's like we need that right now so like maybe we cannot owe money again this year for, <laughs> like because for those people who don't know if generally speaking if you owe money two years in a row the the fed may ask you to go to like quarterly filings yeah and so Ooh. that would be bad for the martins yeah that would be bad i we've we've owed for the last four years and and we How did like not? additional withholding. We did like all sorts of things to try and I keep trying to get there. And then there's all this like school of thought of well, don't give the government like a free interest loan or something, you know. And it's like, but at the same time, like I don't like having to write a check for two k yes. or whatever at the end of the year. Dude, I have a friend who uh, who didn't he changed jobs and didn't adjust his withholding. He owes eleven k. That's, like off the top, like, I, don't, I don't want to get hit with that bill. So, yeah, we I'm do. I'm okay we, with doing a little bit. I just don't want to have to go to quarterly filings. That's all. I, that's all I want to get to. Uh, I think that they always send that to us, but I've never seen that they made me, so I just ignored it and threw them in the recycling bin. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> not the, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Well, welcome to a very special tax episode of yeah. this old desk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, April, so, it's uh, April 3rd, for those of you who want to know. That's why we're talking about this, because if you're not waiting until the last minute to file your taxes, you're probably wrong. Yeah, I know, right? It's in my boat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, avoid that responsibility. Yeah, I'm going to Google when tax day is after this, so that'll uh, be fine. So, I think it's the 14th this year, but I'm not sure. Uh, whatever, it's fine. So, you know me, Mark, Eric's here, but we have a guest, our good buddy Dave. Hello. Hi, Dave. Hi. Hi, guys. I'm David Craig. You want to you wanna give, uh, I guess, the, the, the quick overview of the furthest living, well, no, you're not the furthest living Wade member of Alamo City Old School anymore, because really? it's Eric. Well, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. fair. David's yeah. part of uh, ACOS North, and I am part of ACOS Northwest. That's how I think we, the designation right. should be, but I'm not 100% sure. Well, actually, I have a suggestion. I think we should be the Alamo City Old School, so our acronym is TACOS. Somebody mentioned that to me. Fuck, now we got to redo all those stickers. Yeah, no, that makes sense, though. Tacos? I mean, come on, right? The, yeah. not oh. the, the, like, like, the, uh, the like Ohio, Ohio State. State. Like, <laughs> I don't, yeah, hold on. I'm like, what's up with that? It's like, oh, we have a rivalry with another Alamo City old school <laughs> club. Mandy <laughs> 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 <Randy> Moore. <laughs> it's like some band name. Somebody had it first. <laughs> Uh, it's a Marachi band, and uh, we couldn't come to terms. And 
That's yep. 100%. Low rider club or something. And it yeah. probably, there probably is a low rider club. That's the thing. And like, they're probably like not great people. It might be. <laughs> who knows? Or, or actually. Yeah. <clears throat> my middle school, we had a low rider bicycle competition one time. I'm like, oh. yep. I, I live in South Texas, yeah. Oh, and other, and other San Antonio news. Uh, I was just surfing the internet, and a 17-year-old just got arrested with, like, two semis, like, 10K in cash, and, like, some weed and a little bit of amphetamine. 17 years old. Don't post, don't post your shit to Instagram, just so we're clear. Oh. They, that's how, they literally, that's how they got him. I was Do like, not yes. Instagram your crimes. Do not Instagram yeah. your crimes. Yeah. He had the Marbach haircut, which I'll, uh, when I post this episode, I'll post a, a picture of the Marbach. If you oh, don't know, I, you don't know. I don't. I have no clue. I mean, sure <laughs> to be fair, I'm in the bar. Heard called the barbell haircut. So. Yeah, dude, like the bowl, like the straight bowl cut. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, kind of like, kind of like El Chapo. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. The bowl. Okay. So I actually grew up off of Marbach. That's why I'm like, what is the Marbach haircut? <laughs> Marbach haircut literally comes up on Google, by the way. That's yep, there it is. Yep. Just, just Google it when you get back. It's fine. But it's like basically the Chapo haircut. Anyhow. <laughs> okay now i can picture it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i uh i albuquerque is just it's much the same as san antonio <clears throat> yeah you fiesta, mark you said going on yeah yeah, just yeah, yeah fiesta's going on right now yeah that's cool all of the towns in in new mexico like all have them on different days i don't actually know when albuquerque's is like the one i go to is this small northern new mexico town called las vegas and that's always on the fourth of july las vegas. Like, i feel like i've heard that somewhere <laughs> it's, not, it's like the not cool las vegas though yes correct yeah uh i can, I can just imagine i mean welcome I, to I, las vegas no I'm, the other one yeah I'm going to get in trouble with people from Las Vegas, New Mexico. It's actually really cool. But I'm sure I'm sure they have like a really cool hot air balloon scene. Oh no, that's Albuquerque. You got it. Okay, all right. Well, we have so, like six and a half um, loyal listeners, and I don't think there's one that's that's in that Las Vegas. Las so Vegas, think... New Mexico. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, we have so. more international listeners than we do from Las Vegas, New Mexico. <laughs> yes, that's true. Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to Mario. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of buses overseas. Yeah. yeah. I uh, let's see. So we should probably talk about magic ostensibly, right? You should, yeah, but we need to get back to you introducing yourself because we cut okay. you off. All right. I'm sorry. Yes. My name's David Craig. I am old and I play magic and I've played magic since its origins. And one so like, of us. Like, one time. of us. One. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I live in Albuquerque. Um, let's see. I got into how did so we'll, let's tell the story of how I got into ACOS, sort of kind of meandering. Yeah, All right. That's a good time. So, I my first round of opponent at Eternal Weekends old school was Mark Brothers. And I had introduction to 95. I had started building back my comic book collection from the 90s. I was buying back into all of the old cards that I had, and I was playing webcam magic like pre-COVID, like I was playing with a group of old school 95 people, um, largely run by a bunch of French guys. Uh, David Desjardins was running that off of Facebook. Um, and then I was I was in that crew and that seemed very, that was very much my introduction to the throwback format. Um, so I'm used to like Ice Age and, and Homelands and all that stuff being legal. And 
that's very spike in, in that particular group, we were, we were a little bit competitive. We wanted to kind of spike a little bit. And then, I, so I didn't know what 93, 94, I was like, well, is that going to be the same thing? You know, I don't know quite what this is about. And I'm going to this thing and I've built like a civil war reenactment. I, I believe that event. I had nine drinks already before nine. Or before <laughs> number one. Which, I, which EW was, was this? Was this 18 or 19? 19? 19. 19. Okay. And because and we had wanted to go in 18 and then something happened with us and the crew I went with, like, couldn't make it happen. So then we promised 19 was going to happen. Started testing Legacy. And then I slowly got underinterested in that. <laughs> for, as you do. As, as happens. And, uh, you know, and so I go and I've got this deck that's like my friend Curtis's deck. It's it's green, white, you know, Ernam Ghetto and everybody's seen it. And it's terrible. Like, it's just awful build because it was literally built from the nineties. And so I'm like, well, this is going to be like, everybody's going to play like, that, and it's going to be 20, 20, 20 decks. And it's going to be this thing. <laughs> I get boot stopped by Martin Brothers so hard. <laughs> this first match. And like, and to the point where I'm just tilted, like I'm just making silly player. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing right now with cards. It's just, I'm in it. I'm well into the world where I want to like crawl into myself. And then Mark is this kind individual. He's like, no, we're going to enter the take back phase. <laughs> He's like, yes, the take back phase. It's like a, a part of our club's actual rules. <laughs> He's like, we're going to play the perfect game of magic. And I just slowly get this like, imaginary tear down my thing it's like ah yes the search for the perfect game i don't have to play <laughs> my own play mistake. and of course still beat me and then and then my favorite was the debrief he's like you know what would make your deck better i'm like what it's like you know maybe time walk and it's yeah. just pretty cool i'm like yeah that's a hell of a card mark <laughs> i'm really good at strategy I, I actually, no, I agree though. I think Ernam Geddon only works in modern day old school with Blue Splash. Yeah, I, I've come to that. I mean, I've obviously come to a, to that decision. And then the deck um, is pretty finicky. So yeah, you got to have raw power. Uh, I'm toying around with a budget build that's that's taking advantage of the uh, the interaction between land tax and um, Sylvan Library, yeah. basically to get better looks. But yeah, if you're gonna do Ornamgeddon, it probably should be the the blue, white, green, mm -hmm. and you need power because if you get a bad draw, you're not doing anything. But if you get a good draw, yeah, you can really, like you I can think um, like Mox Emerald Scott's build of Ornamgeddon is is pretty tight, but it's it's full power, I believe. Yeah, there's those draws where you're just like Felwars off of Sylvan, where it's like Felwar Stone, yeah. Felwar Stone. <laughs> Basic planes, yeah. Like, oh, I got those. Yeah, that's some business to your opponent. You're like, mm, I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then, at during that match, you know, I, I think brothers, you were like, dude, we're having an event. Like, yeah. you have no excuse to not come and hang. And I was just like, what is this fellowship? Like, this is what magic has been missing. Like. And then, and then we just immediately, like after our match, you were, I was like, you want to go get a beer? And we were like, yeah. And so then we went and had a beer and talked about it. And it was just like, okay, this is really awesome. And really what I've been looking for in magic for quite some time. <clears throat> and I think that, I think that, yeah, your event <clears throat> was in February mm -hmm. of 2020. 
and I was uh, going to turn 40 that year. And so I knew I could get some leverage with my wife and be like, dude, I have a guy's trip that I got to go take. I'm going to go to San Antonio by myself to go sit in like one of the oldest, you know, uh, artillery houses or something and, and go tour the Alamo. Oldest VFW or something like that? Yeah, oldest VFW in Texas. Yeah. Oldest yeah. VFW. And, and right, was, right on the river, yeah. And yeah. the man who's running it was the oldest fucking asshole I've ever met in my life. Well, yeah, I could have said anything there. I could have said, I'm going to go to Bogota and go run through the jungle or something like that. And she'd been like, you're turning 40. Please don't, you know, have a, have a midlife crisis after this. Don't, no, <laughs> no face tattoos. Right. Yeah, just no face tattoos. <laughs> so, so I was in. I was like, dude, if it's anything like this, and of course you guys ran like the most like hospitable event. <laughs> so then, so then that segues right into like Mark had Eric come pick me up from the airport, and so I get off this stuff, and I'm like, dude, how am I gonna find these dudes? I don't know what anybody here. Maybe this was a bad idea. Here I've taken this stuff. I'm flying solo. I'm old. <laughs> like I don't. And then I see Eric, and he's holding a sign that says. Will flip orbs for beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yes. And then, and wasn't that it? I think that was it, right, Eric? Yeah, I had like a uh, there was like a magnetic thing on my car, but it like came off as soon as we started driving. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so you guys made like these magnets that have the ACOS logo, right? And then he has one on the front of his car. That's what I was gonna say, Eric. Yeah. And he, he freaking guns it, and it just flies <laughs> off and hits the car. I look at him, I'm like. So probably not stopping to get that. No, 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 absolutely. <laughs> so somebody else can find that and keep it. So, gunning it so, in a Subaru 2015 Subaru Outback. So gunning it's a, a strong term, but yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's I, I yeah. between those two, like I was just like, okay, I found my people. <laughs> it's great. That was a good event. Um, yeah. Man. I love that event, and and it was so cool. You guys have thought of all the details. Didn't you guys have like '90s candy at the tables? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was um, that was Missy's idea for the candy. If I, real quick asterisk, if I like attribute something to the wrong person, just go ahead and yell at me later. But yeah, <laughs> I but I think it was, was Missy. I think it was I Missy's it, idea for the candy. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And, then, and she then actually, we had, so we actually kind of ran out of time because. Basically, like it was starting, couldn't figure out a way, like logistically, how to hang this thing up. But she actually oh, made a chaos orb uh, pinata that's yeah, still in my did. closet, and it's this huge chaos orb pinata filled with candy. And the thing is pretty heavy. We couldn't figure out a way to hang it, and then you know, like we're running out of time. But yeah, no, she made one of those. That's sick. Like <laughs> that's under the scenes. Like yeah. I, I that was just such a great event between the Desert Storm cards and the freaking like Warriors cards, like which I've played with people since then. Oh, like, dude, I still have packs of that shit. That's how I like to decide who goes first. You scratch to see who gets a blood one first. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so all of the attendees they got like a, a Manila envelope that had a bunch of kind of like swag, and there was Pogs from uh, from Evil Mailman where he cut up uh, magic cards. We had weird packs from other, you know, TCGs like the Warrior stuff or Desert Storm. We had stickers and stuff. And then uh, the thing I thought was really cool is that we had, um, we had, I guess it was a, a, a thick kind of, I guess, antique-looking cardstock. And then we even weathered it and then, like, you know, burned yes. it with burned the edges. And it was the story of the Alamo, and it kind of gave the the history. So everyone got this in their welcome packet. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. I, it, was, I, it was pretty cool. Yeah. 
I love that. And then the whole world went crazy after that. But yeah, like yeah. that was that was like the perfect capstone. And then so I was getting into like I felt like I was just starting to get into the 94 scene because I was a complete noob at that point in time. And then I what did I do? I built power monolith aggro, right? And oh, I uh, so it's not enough, right? You have to hamstring yourself when you're spicing. So I decided that I was going to try and make some sort of like theme with Ashnod. And so I had, I told myself I had to put all of the Ashnod's cards in the 75. I still have mine. I still have my coupon. I'm waiting to collect on this right. bitch. And then I got Ashnod's coupon. And oh, then I, I got one of those too. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I mean, yeah. And so then I gave it to everybody. I was like, you can get this now and I'll buy you a drink, which I pretty much did that for everybody. Anyhow. I know exactly where it's at. Yeah. I'm saving it for later, buds. I'll take a picture and post that for the online I listeners. Feel, I feel like you're one of the finalists for the spice, but I think. He must have just got um dude there was some spicy fucking Dan. lists on that yeah. Dude, yeah Dan's deck was spicy i think you were like we're gonna give it to Dan. I was like, Fuck, that makes sense like that, he, was, that was sick right divine yeah. intervention deck right yeah he's yeah. playing uh intervention and just like but forcing he, chaos world flips which he, he got into like a fight round one with somebody uh <laughs> who was a fucking gbt who yeah, i know who it was i'm not gonna mention their name but he got into a fight he's like no this is how it works we go right to flips I like, and I yep. also want to mention, so Dan, huge fan of Chaos Orb, has a big Chaos Orb collection, has uh, at least one artist proof. And so when you're going to Dan, or playing Dan, and it's a divine intervention, you're like, okay, this is fine. Then you notice he has a Chaos Orb tattoo in his arm, and you realize it's yeah. not fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's something dope. I, I, was playing, I was playing one of the guys, I don't know, just a casual game on a pickup Saturday or something recently. Since I got like uh, sick with COVID, I have had the hardest time flipping orbs now. It is like starting all over. So on the one hand, like it's like, you know, kind of a bummer because I miss orb flips all the time now. On the other, I might choose a new way to flip orbs since I have to relearn, you know? I'm do you do the one hand? Do you I like do, do that? I do the two. I'm a two-hander as well, but uh, everybody the I saw... the best way with the thumb. Yeah, that's, that's how I saw everybody was like... Uh, uh, I don't, those are not cards I want to flip. The they hold it like this, and then drop it. Yeah, and that seems like, to be like I'm a I have to stand to like shoot right. Like I have to like stand up, so I always do the the whatever. But you you want to you want to minimize the, the moving parts. So you yeah, basically it's just, just a thumb release. angle, and then you just let it drop. So you want to do minimal moving parts. Interesting. I, I'm very much I'm very much like holding a landmine with a tilt thing. Like I have yeah. to get it and I stand up and I freaking drop you're, it. You're gonna have to like somehow be Ukrainian and be smoking while you <laughs> do it. <laughs> everybody thought I was crazy when I was standing up to shoot orbs this last couple weekends. Like that seems so normal to me. No, like, yeah, that's the way. Well, I also shoot from like two feet instead of one foot because like why not, right? Like, also, you want to be like airing on the side of gentlemanly. I, yeah, 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 100%. And it's just, I don't know. I don't think there's a difference between two feet and one foot. Like, as long as the flip is good, the flip is good. Yeah. I want to give it a I, bunch of spiral. I think there is. So, if you do that thumb method, I think it's like two rotations or a rotation and a half. So, when you practice this all the time, you'll get the rotations to where it's consistent. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, if you do that with the one foot, if you get that exact rotation, then it's even um, more consistent, I guess. Um, so Urbano, Brian Urbano, he's the one to me has the best flips I've ever seen. And so I sat down with him on ice. Okay, walk me through this like I'm a 12 year old. Yeah, the worst thing you can do is like have it land like on edge 
because then it just bounces and you're you're done. Like I had that happen to me once this last weekend. Yeah. One thing I also do is if you have the rotation of where it rotates and if it slides, it goes to the right of the card. Yeah. Instead of aiming for the middle, always aim for the edge. first. Yeah, for the first third of it, and then so if it does kind of fall and tilt back because you have that rotation, you have the English on it. That way, you have more of the card for it to hit. So aim a little bit in front of it for that first third. I do that. I do do that because that makes sense in my mind. I'm like, yes. And okay. do it on your play mat too and have the other cards away because if it does hit an edge, that play mat will kind of just go thud. If it's like a table, it could slide off. Yep. The content you care about. This is fantastic. And I, old sleeves, not new sleeves because I've had one like hydroplane off before. So no, you triple sleeve. So you get more sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So what's interesting literal is that water, like literal add more sleeve. I was there with Robana. We were in Las Vegas at the side event for GP Vegas. And uh, the finals, I think the finals was played at like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. or something. So we had a bunch of time. And what we're doing is we were actually, of course, Obama, he has the uh, jewelers loop and he has a scale. Yeah. We were actually weighing different cards and we we're figuring out how much a unsleeved card weighs, how much a perfect fit you know, regular sleeve and the triple. Yeah, the triple sleeve is just like double or three times the weight of a card by itself. Is it really? Yeah. I do yeah, the double. So yeah, you guys do the double sleeve. I just double. I use uh the, the sleeveable the in, the sealables and then yeah. uh, like a dragon shield on the outside. So yeah. the sealables are good because there's more plastic to it. Might be even a little bit heavier. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm, I. I mean, if I could just actually nail it again, I. I. I would not care as much about the cards sleeves to be honest with your brothers like i hear you but i i i'm just i you could give me a triple sleeve thing in a hard case and right now I, my dexterity is off man it's it's well, not, it, i'm gonna well, have this sounds to like it's a new symptom for covid i feel like one yeah. of us is gonna have to go to like web and i'm gonna add it wikipedia. i'm gonna add to the wikipedia on the bottom yeah we're gonna have to add it yeah <laughs> as noted by notable yeah. So not medical advice, but I'm a whole member of the old school community. Or flips may be affected. Yeah. I was I was I missed three in a row and then I nailed one. I was like, okay, I still got it. Yeah. I I feel good as long as if I hit like three out of four, like if I hit seventy five percent of the or flips in a in a event or like in a in a night, I'm like, okay, that's good. That's fine. That's good enough. Like I'm not, I don't know. I don't want to like practice. Urbano is the better, best I've ever seen, Mark. Like yeah. I, I'm thinking now about uh, Eric when you had Justin on to talk about the train, and how yeah. I had, and so like I had to actually be like I felt so like you know jinxed by by him because he was like, it'll be let's see you make an orb flip on the train, and I I had to, and all I could hear was Justin's thing, like an echo. Think about trying to make an orb flip on the train. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> While I'm trying to flip this thing, I flip this thing and I miss. And Urbano's just like this is what, boom! <laughs> he like nails his. I so. think on the <laughs> on the challenge because the the challenge on the train for the Desert Twisters event was uh, like how many orb flips you could make, right? Yeah. And I yeah. think somebody made 54 flips. Wow. Unbroken and not like they didn't like take a minute and then like keep flipping like in a row 54. Don't quote me. I'll 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 message Justin. I, I know he's busy right now, but I'll message him and see what the exact number was. But it was high, dude. It was high as fuck. Yeah. I, I don't use I, I don't use any sleeves, Mark, with anti. Like I feel 
I've gone. It's the only way. I've, I've, I've gone. I, you can't there. really flip a card with without sleeves. That's. I I have a hard time shuffling sometimes without sleeves because I'm so used to the side shuffle that sleeves do. I just do them like a deck of cards. If I'm playing yeah. any, like a deck of cards, just. I had to get, I just throw them against the wall and then go pick them up. Yeah. <laughs> put them in a brown paper bag and just shake it and then you pull one out and you're like, this is my draw. So so is the sealable that uh Mark, I didn't mean to be dismissive, but the sealable is how you do the third sleeve. Like how do you get the third sleeve over the there's two? KMC there's ones that go over. It's it goes over oh, your colored sleeve. sleeve. Okay. It's an outer sleeve. I forget there KMC makes them. I had a set once. They get dirty so fast they're not worth it. Billy Billy rocks them all the time. If, if like, I had his collection, I would have them. But I, would I play his them. cards. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't even know if he's allowed to take. Shout them out, out to the Billy safe. for one meetup showing up with either four or five different enchantress builds. Yeah, that's shout right. out to you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> In EC, like that's a brave man. Like I've I've tried to make enchantress work at EC so many times, and it's just as soon as you get that, like oh, they were all bad. It's like Mark would have borrowed deck. Cool. What do you have, enchantress? Oh, Enchantress. Enchantress is blue. I'm like, are they all Enchantress? Yes. No, I don't want to borrow a dick. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to borrow. I'm, I'm good. I'll just play whatever. It's mono red. Uh, just I'll trips. just watch and grab a beer. It's fine. <laughs> I'll just sit this one out. It's like just constant two-for-one-ing yourself. Wild growth this land. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Strip mine. That's like, all right, cool. That's cool, cool, cool. It's funny, though, that he did come to the com- the same conclusion that all Enchantress players come to. The best build of Enchantress features zero Enchantress. Enchantress is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you just go play Mirror Ball. That's pretty accurate, actually. Yeah. I, I think that everybody starts it and they go from four to three to two to one to zero Enchantress. <laughs> yeah. Often the correct number of Enchantress is zero. <laughs> Um, I think Jason posted that. In, in one no, of no, the... that's 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 maybe like a riddle or like one of those like you know I don't know. Yeah, maybe an old school riddle. How many how how many copies of Enchantress is the optimal number in an Enchantress deck? I played it in '95. Now in that league, we had strip mines at three, which was really interesting, and we can talk about that if you care. But it was doable, Mark. It felt doable because you got certain aspects of the 95 pool like merchant school dig for the time walk to then not have it and then for the ability to be able to oh nature's lore for whatever missing color that you need and then forgotten lore i think or or which nature's lore is the one that searches the forest and then forgotten lore is like the regrowth on steroids in ice age and i i've been really into ice age lately so it's like I pick a card and you can make me pay another green mana to pick another card. And then we just continue that until either I run out of green mana or not. What, and so, when I hear Enchantress, I just think Rancor, but that's a different time. Oh, man. that's See, that might be right. Wasn't there somebody – I saw some content somewhere where somebody was rocking a green-black Enchantress build too. And that I was just, super aggro card. or something. Like, I don't know. This that, card is so good. Which one? Forgotten War? Forgotten War. Yeah, from Ice Age, dude, that card, like, uh, it, yeah, I'm I'm doing an Alpha through Alliances League, yeah. uh, and I feel like I should have put that in there. I'm gonna make a note of that for later. Oh, it's it's sick. Like you can, yeah. So you, it gets you around the regrowth restriction if you guys have that restricted. Um, you know, yeah. I, I like I've been in the headspace of the mix in, you know, 100 anti league that Justin's trying to do so he's got like regrowth unrestricted <laughs> and I'm like did what you say, can I did do say mix in 100 
Yeah, what is that called? It's, here? it's okay. called. They're called pesos. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like president. The, like, I, I'm probably gonna misquote this, but their any their any rules are, the deck's got to be worth about a hundred USD. It's like two thousand pesos, so whatever the exchange rate is. But generally speaking, it's about eighteen to twenty-ish pesos to the dollar. Um, I really like this and, rip off of the forty k the Kronar one. I like I like the peso. yeah, and it runs to. They run it through not alliances, but home like Ice Age and Homelands is in there, but I don't think alliances is in. Um, and I don't think anything's restricted. Right. And so like, so you can yeah, so you can do a lot of dumb shit because you like you get like four dark pack right like, which is fine when you're playing with ten cent cards, but probably a little bit different when you're playing hundred dollar decks, but whatever i i like well, if you fast spawned and strip mine and contract yeah. from below yeah yeah, yeah. and <laughs> not only do you get contracts, so you actually get eight <laughs> contracts because you also get um the ice age tutor um what's that called uh demonic consultation oh consult yeah that's, that's unrestricted too yeah that'll be fun yeah black's <laughs> a pretty strong color pretty strong color in that format format yeah <laughs> Uh, and and that 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 anti league so so then the whole world closes. I mean, back up before the Desert Twisters, and then you started running an anti league, Eric, and that was probably one of the uh, like between that and the rolling uh, romancing the stones dudes like throwing those middle school tournaments, and just the random like old school stuff. Like I remember I played in an event early on in the pandemic, um, one of Casey's and Music City old schools event where I, I had one too. Yeah, I, I don't remember what that was called. What, it might have been Havenwood. I'm not. No. No, that's DFV runs Havenwoods. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I can't remember the name of that event. But it, it was it was fun. Like that, and there again, I took Power Artifact. <clears throat> I think I went mono blue with it because I didn't want to go find my. I, I had like I'd like taxes. I waited until the day before. Yeah. I couldn't find my volcanics, <laughs> so I was like, "Well, my wind condition's gonna be." Uh, I don't know. Rocket launcher and brain geyser. We're gonna rock this out there. So, yeah, that was fun. I played <laughs> Alan Finney in that match, and yeah. I just got fucking stomped. Like <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I yeah. still remember that beating. Um, he's playing like I don't know four or five color like fucking. He like cast a shivan dragon. I was like, how the fuck did that happen? Because <laughs> his mana base was just so god awful. Like it was like twelve lands. It was like twelve lands. I swear to fuck, it was like twelve duels. <laughs> And like, oh I, my god! I definitely fought against more Shiv and Dragons in that tournament than I thought I was going to see. There was like somebody who was just playing. I think it was my last round opponent. It might have been out. I don't know. It was one of. It might have been one of the rebels. I, but they were they were just playing. I go play Birds of Paradise, and I was like, Birds. Of, all right, all right. Now I see what's up. And and then he, I thought maybe he's going to escalate into hippie or something like that. He's like, second okay. turn mocks Ernum. I'm like, oh wow okay yeah. yeah i'm gonna go ahead and play uh uh this lonely basic, dragon basic engine. island that was yeah. it that was my other win condition is infinite dragon engine <laughs> unblocked no way <laughs> through but yeah so yeah I, th so that was fun but the anti-league by far has been the one that i i've enjoyed the most eric thanks for running that if i haven't ever said it oh dude enough. it's all good it, they're fun um oh man Next one will be this summer. We're gonna do Alpha Three Alliances. That's gonna be so fun. I yeah. I kind of panicked at the last one, 
And I was like, dude, like, what do I want to do? Like I, I had the, the line, I think, I think Callowith ended up like kind of with something that I, a build that I was originally like kind of a reanimator using cop for contract. And I was like, wow, I've already kind of explored that area. Cause I feel like I did that my very first tournament or something. And I was like going to do a red splash cause I wanted to play elder dragons from Chronicles or something. And so that's yes. the, that's, that's the piece that I think is most interesting about this format is because of the price limitations of these cards. Like you don't, nobody wants to, the power level versus what you want to lose. It's self-regulating on like a band. List. And yeah, hundred percent. That's why right? we did it. I, that's why we did it. Just, just to prove a point. Yeah. I, I, I get it. Right. Like, I don't think you need max minimum amounts of like stuff. The stuff is like, it's all is self-regulating. If people want to bring like, what did Mario kick everybody's butt in with like underworld dreams and hypnotic? Dude, it was underworld dreams and like balances in the rack. Like it's a, it's, he played black, white and it's a good deck. Like it's fucking baller. Yeah. Um, I met, I didn't get to play him. I played against Pete and Pete had a, a similar like me and him came to the same conclusion about playing Atog, uh, but his deck was just better. Yeah. He had a better build than me. Yeah, I. But was, I think the black white balance deck is probably the best deck out of that group. Yeah, dude. That like, I mean, if you want to bring that and you you're willing to risk those cards, you're gonna win some games. <laughs> well, I mean, like an Italian an Italian uh, Underworld Dreams is like what thirty five bucks somewhere around there, and like you gotta assume the rest of that deck is worth nothing. Like it's literal pennies. Because he didn't have anything else expensive in there. I don't know. I don't even know what contract is at now. But yeah, I, I mean, like, they're they're probably like a couple of dollars. I don't I don't know. But like the like the probability of you losing a contract and not being or not a contract, but an underworld dreams and not being able to fish it out with a, a bird is pretty low. Because you get four birds too. Like, and luckily, yeah. thank thank Christ, Chronicles birds are still cheap because the fucking yeah. blackboard ones. Jesus. Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm stewing and, and I'll, uh, well, excuse me while I lay on the Eric and Mark couch here for, uh, as we debrief from this anti, mm -hmm. I, I decided to play red black, which was basically the deck I played when I was playing for anti as a kid. I was like, okay, so this is how I'll explore this, this part of what it will get me enjoyment out of this format. I'll take the old deck I used to play for cards with and turns out in unrestricted soul ring playing red black land destruction is a problem. <laughs> it's, the only like and so revised soul rings are like 12 bucks a piece and like generally speaking most people have a place that already like they just acquired them I, I in my first match i immediately was like oh dear i should have put way more detonate in this list oh dude detonate's <laughs> a good one i didn't even think about that putting one detonate in the sideboard or yeah. a couple detonates yeah. by far i think the best deck if we have to give spice awards i'd nominate freaking dave first bards deck that was that oh <laughs> yeah no doubt Easily the bet, easily the winner. Okay, yeah. The four Mark dark Dave's deck was four dark packs, uh, four of the like fallen empires lands that uh, add two black mana, but they come into play tapped or some bullshit, and then fifty like swamps, and he would just and like a couple dark rituals, and he would literally just like mulligan to a dark pack, and then just steal your shit and then die. It's like enjoy. He'd be like enjoy your fucking swamp asshole, and then he'd take whatever you had and then just die, right? Like that's it. That's. That was fantastic. So yeah, I, I can't I can't hype that format enough. That that format Quite, yeah. is beautiful. That's why Dark Pack needs to be like actually restricted because you can just fucking cheese people with it. <laughs> Remember the first time that we did it, we realized that Feldenskane was like a super weapon. 
Yeah, yes. and 40 card, you have to play at least one Feldman's Cane. At least one. I I feel like if you don't have that release valve, <laughs> you're yeah. going to really want it when somebody shows up with Millstone. Like, it's, it's too much. We, we did 60 this time. Yeah. We did 60 this time, and that was interesting, Eric. I like that a lot. I, I think 60 is better um, because it you're less consistent. Um, like 40 card, if we had played 40 card unrestricted, like what would you do? I would just fireball people. Like I would play Dark Rituals, Soul Rings, Red Black, and just try and fire, fireball somebody off the top. I mean, yeah. The question is if you rock channel to do that or or yeah or try and maybe do green red and channel somebody yeah i think you're i that's that think it is along mine but then comes in like moss the innovator and plays white weenie and kicks all of our, <laughs> our butts good point right like what for for playing black with uh, trying to leverage contract i but the by far the biggest design build in that was two contracts instead of four like what why did I do that? Probably because I wanted to make space for more land destruction that people were going to use Sol Ring to get out of anyhow. Did you only have two contracts? That's like that's my, yeah. that's like my new building restriction is like whatever's in the box is what we're playing. <laughs> that's hilarious. I've set up a box that's just anti, and it's like it's its own pool now. And it's like yeah. I just like take and I'll go to like stores and I'm like, do you have any revised? And they're like, yeah. And I like pull some stuff out. Of it. Okay, this will be good for the anti box, you know. <laughs> so. That's a that's the one nice thing about living in Seattle is like uh, the shop that is closest to my house like has like a, a full 10k of uh, like a full 10k of like everything right like revise Ice Age so I, I'll go in there I'll be like hey do you got any uh, Ice Age Orcas Lumberjacks and they're like yeah how many do you need yes. like yeah. like how many shops do you think have playsets or even one of those like zero yeah. this dude's like I got 16 do you need four I'm like okay yeah four's fine yeah dude i went to the shop that we used to go to all the time the gamers here in san antonio and i was getting ready for anti-event by um it was a uh butts buttsons event up in wisconsin the spawners thing and they're like uh i think i was asking for urza's chalice or something they're like hey we have a beat up one and a really nice one do you want the nice condition no i want the beat up are you sure we got two cents more i'm like dude I'm playing unsleeved, rip up ante on a boat. They're like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it'll be fine. I I feel like uh, we kept game like us walking into gamers. I'd be like, just go in the back, just go get the revised box real quick. Like, here's a list of like ten dollars, and it's like fifty fucking. Pardon cards. me, sir, your shittiest old cards, please. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I did buy all of their Urza's, uh, Urza's chalices one time, and it was like 35 of them. Like, what do you need these for? I'm like, do you really want to know the answer? No, no, <laughs> you really don't. I have money. <laughs> I needed a bunch of revised basics, and <laughs> and I paid for it by sorting out the unlimited ones for them. Oh, that's fantastic. I walked into a store the other day, and he's like, do you see our unlimited Howie mine? I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, it's got 115 because it's unlimited. I was like, yeah, except it's not. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I won't put the store on blast, but he's like, really? I was like, yeah. And then he had like an unlimited Obsidian Golem in like a, a binder. And I showed him, you know, the double bevel edges and the silver font and all that. And he's like, oh, you're right. <laughs> I was like, oh. 
All those sweet Arabian cards in, in Italian. <laughs> yes. Somebody made that mistake online today. They were selling an, uh, a Renaissance card for what they thought was uh, an Arabian card. Or not Arabian, but the antiquities card. Yeah. Dude, yeah. the amount of times I got shipped revised off of like, you know, eBay or TCG player when I was starting out in this stuff. And it's just... It's some of it's like, you know, or the or the chronicles with the, like a repentant blacksmith. Yes. And it's like, dude, I don't want to go to swords over over a repentant blacksmith, but at the same time, I don't feel great. I paid four dollars or whatever it is for a two cent card, you know. As a, that's those are the burst worst burns for me. Like the small ones, the ones that like just you're not it, gonna it, put any time and effort. It happened to me once. I was buying an unlimited soul ring before they were expensive. like this was like in the past, like a long, like a while ago, before they were expensive, they were like times. Forma, but the former times, uh, and it, they were like, <laughs> they were like maybe slightly more expensive than a revised one, right? And I get this fucker in the mail, and I, I like posted to the Discord. I'm like, is this unlimited? Because I didn't have like any unlimited cards, and everybody's like, no, you retard. Like it has like, <laughs> like you, you like, see how it has a tap symbol and it doesn't say tap, and I was like, oh, and so that's the only card I think I've ever returned on TCG Player. And the, the people were good about it. They sent me a, uh, a real one. Eric, so. does it look like you just, you know, uh, used your accessibility features on your phone? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> basically, like... It's, it's, it's very easy reading with the 35-point the front. I was like, I was like, oh. <laughs> and, and then, like, uh, I actually got it signed this last weekend, so now it's Ooh, probably nice. worth even more. Because apparently... Priceless. Uh, All right. I, have a, I have some stories from this weekend that not don't have to do with anything about playing. Um, Mark that's Tadine. The kind, had, that's the best kind of the old school magic report. You don't even talk about the games. That's yeah, the best like kind. briefly, I went three three as expected. Uh, yeah, and it's just like okay, cool. That's that's respectable, yeah. right? Like that's I, goal I, I every do want to point out, Eric. I think you said your goal was four three, which is the wrong number of rounds. Well, correct. I didn't even know <laughs> how many rounds we were playing. Very old school. So <laughs> there, I finally got it signed, and that's um, that's awesome. So, He's got such a great sig. So So that dude, that dude didn't get up from his chair for for like uh from like eight until five. Yeah. And like it's just like an onslaught of players that are like I fifty. Dude, no (laughs) yes. But like this this one fucking grimy dude, and I don't even fucking know who this dude is. I don't care. He knows who he is. He probably doesn't listen to this podcast. This grimy dude is like, I need four alts. He like shows up like he's like in line first and he's like, I need four full card altars. And I'm like, you motherfucker. Like there's a line around the fucking room to like get just like cigs and shit. I, I, so, could, I could really relate. I almost lost my stuff on an eight-year-old at the Little League concession <laughs> yesterday who ordered, like, ice cream. To, I'm like, dude, I just want a burger and go wash my kid. Yeah. I needed I – needed, 22 cards signed no not less than i needed 20 cards signed right just plain black signatures stuff i play that's it and so i'm like oh fuck and so the dude like so that was like the first four people in line i don't even think played the tournament i think they paid entry and dropped and just stood in line Wow, man! and this dude got back in line like the the line took all it took the entire tournament right so me and will like will like just handed me a bunch of his cards and was like will you also get these signed and i was like yeah dude 
like and it i mean it worked out because we all just wanted just plain signatures like no no yeah. no no anything else right but it it took all day like i would in between rounds i'd like uh aaron rayfield was in line i was like hey bud have you moved yet he's like no i'm like okay i'm coming back later like <laughs> oh yeah i i mean i well let's back up uh, so, Are, so was the tournament fire yeah. standard with me wait say that again but fire stand with me in line stand with me yeah <laughs> dude, no it was dude, it was a fantastic event it was like oh, that's that's good I was like, I'm like, how do I criticize this event? Because of course, that's how I want to, I want to like live my life, right? And so, <laughs> I like told Sean Sullivan, who I've never met before, I'm like, hey, dude, your oh, your shit. prize for first place, uh, you should have lacquered that wood, bro. It's gonna fucking rot. <laughs> like that's my like. We want to talk about all the yeah. The, the real criticism was like, I'm like, hey, dude, the prize, like, I'm like, if like, he's gonna take it back to Hawaii, man. It's gonna get yeah. humid. And this thing's gonna disappear. Like we should have lacquered it. We should have just like dipped it in lacquer. I don't know if you found that as funny as I did. Whatever, it's fine. The rags are probably on fire. The rest of it. Well, I found dude, it really funny because I've been doing a lot of woodworking lately, and I have this yes. thing here. So yeah, I'm all about that. That's getting put on tonight. Is that boat lacquer? Uh, it is some sort of a wood lacquer thing that I've never heard of before. Such an ass. I'd have to get back to you. It's super shiny though. We could talk about Bandit Geddon, but you started asking for <laughs> different types of lacquer. Oh, sir, yeah. <laughs> phone a friend. I need a lifeline. Shit. The, uh... <laughs> Dude, the rest event was fantastic. Um, very well run. And, like, the smartest thing I think that they that has ever happened is, like, he's like, it's just going to be six rounds. So yeah. whoever's on top after six rounds is the winner. Yes. Like, that was if you smart. Guys want to have a death match in the cage. Like it kind of was. Like they, um, <laughs> we all were playing the service beer. So they played three <laughs> games that took longer than my entire tournament. Like, like wow. I would, I would sit down. And I'd be like, I like, I played. Uh, would I you? Played against, I played against three mono black decks of varying oh. different builds. But like, I sit down <laughs> round one against Aaron Rayfield, and he goes like turn two or three juice them i'm like cool 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 like i just wanted to be like here's my hand show me your hand i think we can figure this out like <laughs> you're gonna play this i'm gonna play I, this can we yeah. just get to the beer he's gonna be like dude your hand has monopoly money and desert storm cards in it i call i call that the mark brothers uh game of magic the gathering we're just gonna show just show your seven and we'll just figure it out from there right yeah. like Eric's playing. Con. Oh, dude, I think we should actually play this out. It looks kind of close. Yeah, it, it, dude, it was that that game was close. Um, the I played. What did you play? What did you play, Eric? Earn, just earn and burn them, like sixty-one cards. You're nothing, dead. Yeah, You're nothing dead. special. Yeah, that's cool. The on uh, the Friday there was uh the Black Lodge event, which I fucking just did not understand the rule. Like I thought I understood, and I did not understand, and I got blown out. But it was fun. Yeah. Um, and I won a set of all those cards. I'll, I'll, I should just send those out. But the that was an interesting event. Um, I I think like and he got he uh, Sean. I'll link it in the article or whatever. But Sean has like a recap and he's like this one was super like this aspect was certain super broke, and so was this one. And I was like I agree to those statements. Like I if I wanted to I could have just played red green, and the red green aspect just allows you to like copy spells. So like free Ooh. free bolts basically free giant Ooh. growths free berserks. It seems good. It it was good. Um, seems a lot of people came to that conclusion. 
and you can just you don't have to modify it you can just play you know earn and burn right like Man. or something close to it so the, berserk the only multiplier in old school can get multiplied again like yeah. I, I, that's pretty good yeah i'll uh, do i have the cards around me i think i might have them but like the yeah i got them right here so that it was a cool event but like i i played red white and i definitely did not i'm not smart enough and so i fucking did not do well but i had a good time playing it the I, I would have just played 75 strip mines, so I would have been worse. <laughs> you could have gotten away with it. So <laughs> the, the giant is you like pay X, and X is either life or this stored resource. Discard a card, exile target instant or sorcery card with converted mana cost X in any graveyard, any graveyard. Wow. Until end of turn, you may cast a copy of that spell without paying its mana cost. If it has X in the mana cost, you can spend like normal amounts of mana for X, right? Yeah. I should probably say your graveyard, right? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, Sean uh, mentions like some nerfs that he would do. I, I, I defer to him because he's much smarter about like just yeah. magic in general. So whatever he said is what I would say. Yeah, let's get the disclaimer of this is just you know at least for me I'm kind of a clown. So I, <laughs> there there are people in this old school community who are very good at magic and like if yes. you make a new format like they are going to look at new cards and they are going to spike the heck out of that the first time i am Dude, not that Merfolk, Merfolk one. <laughs> all three all three people here on this podcast are not members of that particular group. not yeah i'm not part of the cool the smart kids club like, like for sure no. three, three years later i'll be like oh you know what i could have done <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like the minute I sit down and I play my first hand, I'm like, oh, you know what I should have done? That's that's me. I'm like, fuck. Should have goldfished this at least once. Should, should we talk about the the day of the ape, the Desert Twisters event? Like, wasn't every uh, did so we had you that finished really well at that event playing Kurt Ape. I played Kurt Ape. Luis but Luis played. Luis made the played the best. And the worst part about him doing the best is that I fucking talked so much shit about his deck the night before. I was like, I'm like, you were. I like told him how bad his deck was, and he he beat me in like three games to go top eight. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, he's he's pretty pretty solid player too. But I, oh, he's I, good. I, I, thought, yeah. I thought you did well, like, and so you were like, man, Kurt Ape is having a hell of a day, and we're and it was like basically because nobody had. <laughs> yeah, nobody was playing City Bottle. Not a, not a single person. And so um, we, we got to go full Arabian aggro, like the yeah. Desert Storm deck, right? Like just on like yeah. yeah, like I got lucky in a couple games. Um, May the Saddam be with you. <laughs> but, but i remember so, telling louise like i'm like hey like i'm like channel fireball is a dumbest like it's a good combo if you have four channels i'm like i don't understand people who play it like a, a, as is one channel I got so many wins on the channel he fireball. fucking channel fireball me two games in a row and i was like god damn it like he'd be like he'd be like what is your life title i'll be like fuck you just show it to me and i'll be like <laughs> Like right after the room. Hey, bro, how many cards in your head? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, like, I fully admit I was talking so much shit, but like, uh, I, I think maybe like the next build, uh, the next time I play like a real, like a real tournament or whatever, uh, I'm going to play four fireball, one channel and just, tr and probably like four elves. I don't know. Yeah, dude. The, the next emerald event is going to be a swedish event in 2023 That's so like i've been hanging out with jason and those guys play those guys play atlantic and man i just 
griped Eric about like how different it is from a four strip environment. And I know I sound like a cantankerous old man, but it's like, dude, none of like I'm like, one what's a good aggro us. deck? One of us. One <laughs> of us. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm like, what can I play, dude? Like, I, I guess I could do Enchantress, but then I think I think uh, it was just like a meetup online or something, and and Jason was gonna bring Enchantress. So I was like, well, I don't want to play Enchantress. Yeah. Two Enchantresses. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Enchantress. So then I was like, all right, well, there's got to be an aggro deck. So then I was like going through, like, I think, um, you know, the new Neos yeah. uh, lists. And it's like all all of them are like shops. shops or or like lined and bolt involved. Yeah. I get down like on like, you know, seventh place or something. And somebody's got some sick build that's like also got a combo involved. <laughs> and I'm like, so, oh, so yeah. this sounds like a perfect environment for Armageddon. Let's make it. I'll 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 add blue this time. No, <laughs> literally, don't even play strip mine. Well, I mean, you can play the one, right? But dude, they get no, yeah. So no basically, problem. if they think that they're safe, you're gonna remind them that they're not safe. So is your deck just the power and, and huge bant creatures? Yes. So the the version that the the budget version that I'm playing now has no power in it at all. And uh, uh, the only duels it has are Savannahs, four Savannahs. And then it has a basic island in the main okay. and a basic swamp. And then uh, I think I've got, oh, it's been a little bit. I think main, I've got like, shit, what is it? I think I have one E-Flux and one Demonic Tutor. But the sideboard, there is a mountain and like, four um falling stars nice. and and then there's three more e-fluxes oh and i've got i think two two dibs in the main too so i've got four birds four city of brass and then like one basic island to grab with the uh Flantex. so that sideboard can be disgusting of whatever color hoser you feel like playing so yeah i Oh, oh, and a couple of mana vaults. So the E flux kills your own mana vault too. That's smart. That's smart. <laughs> it makes sense. I've never been one to shy away from nombos myself. Mark. <laughs> yeah. Not and then, I mean, so you could have, you know, E flux stuff, and all of a sudden out of the sideboard, you're running, you know, uh, artifact storm or whatever, shatter storm, and, you know, just. I like it. I like that. I'm. Let's see. What am I brewing right now? I'm trying. Oh, uh, those guys also showed me X Point. What X Point is an interesting format. Have you guys dabbled at all in that? No, I I've heard okay. like uh, Brian Manalock has talked about it, but I have so not played it. I okay. thought you were talking about a type of ammo. I feel like there's a type. Of <laughs> ammo there there, there is there is a type of there ammo is. called X Point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I, was like. I stumbled <laughs> into gun territory. <laughs> okay. I was like, what? Is that yeah. a Remington brand? I, I, it's it's interesting. They basically, you know, they're trying. What's that? Oh no, Eric is uh, googling what manufacturer makes X Point. I feel like oh. it's red, a white That's box probably Remington. red. It's probably Remington. You guys have brought it back to guns. I love it. It's, it's well, like Apple City Old School is basically a gun club that plays old school on the side. <laughs> X Point is Browning. X Point Personal Defense Ammunition is Browning. Ah, Browning. Okay, so green box, right? You're like well, well the nine mils black box. I think I might have a box of it sitting around somewhere. Okay. All right. Um, 
Well, well, but my my point was so I'm trying to brew around like a blue green tempo de deck in that, which is also basically what I'm trying to build in EC, um, where it's kind of a land denial package, and it's just bad. Like I. <laughs> I keep coming back to the fact that it should be running red for ATOG. And yet, like, I'm, like, trying to keep it to the blue-green tempo and berserk stuff. And and it's just, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a passion. So I'm trying to also, I got some sick uh, uh, Amy Weber, like, artist proofs for the, like, Anka Mishra's. And, and I got some script sprites for, like, my birthday. So I'm, like, slowly sure. trying to get it to... You know, also be kind of pimp, like in like you know our terms. You know what what we consider pimp, and everybody else is like, that's a waste of money. What are you doing? <laughs> but, I'm certainly not buying power at this point, so might as well buy an Amy <laughs> Weber fucking artist proof. That's what I do. Like, so yeah, that's 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 interesting, right? Like most of the events have been proxy that I attended. I feel like the Eternal Weekend one wasn't. Um, yeah, I think that was Desert the, Twisters was like. Desert Desert Twisters was, and this is, I'll bring this up. I i mean, people can Were run their event however they want. Was but Alec the, proxy? Do that we was, do uh, yeah. proxy? You could proxy whatever you wanted. Okay. okay. Yeah, so, we and, just asked that you put some effort into your proxy. Yeah. That's what we asked. And so, like, some <laughs> people... Involved, please. Yeah, yeah. Some, some format tourists showed up to that event, and they were playing the deck, and they did terrible, because they didn't know how to play the deck. And I was like, I was like, okay, like, this is fine, like, you have to know the meta to play the deck. You have to know what's important. What do you remove? What do you counter? If you don't know the format at all, right? Yeah. You, you can't play a control deck, I think. And yeah. so I don't think anybody abused it. Like, I proxied a Black Lotus. I don't think any... It's normal. Yeah, I don't think anybody else proxied. I think some people brought proxies in lieu of their real shit, but like... Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, I think that was like some of the concern for the guys coming up from Vegas was like... They didn't want to travel with some things, but yeah. What did I do? I, I EC like I always, or I'm sorry, my uh, uh, the collector's edition CE stuff. Yeah, I'm like yeah, I get it. But like uh, speaking of Spice Awards, like the last weekend, the it, dude people came out like for blood. There it was hard to get like Spice <laughs> Awards. Yeah, handed out. I did see some of the Spice Awards, and I was like, huh. Yeah, I, I said like, the same. I was like, they had to work pretty hard at some of these. I was busting Dave's balls because he was kind of in, like he wasn't in charge, but he they had asked for his input yeah, on it. Nano, Nano, I'm looking at you. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll defend. I'll defend that deck because he used it to cheat like a fucking rat the entire tournament. Because uh, people, I would say most, a lot of people know like a burrow and a strip like that. There's that misprint where like burrow and strip mine are the same art and shit. Uh, but he, I think he was just waiting for people to get drunk enough and be like, yeah, if he needed a burrow, burrow. If he needed a strip mine, strip mine. Like, burrow. Like, no, I'm a big fan, but it's got it's got a mana symbol, man. Sorry. <laughs> just it was it was. I thought it was at least fairly inventive. It was but better than like somebody he, who's playing the deck. Did he have to use? Like did he have to use the alternate casting option of that strip mine as burrow mode very often? I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. The uh, two people were playing two people were playing kobolds, which was kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's sick. Um, I the last round I beat a dude who's playing Lichmere. Uh, mm. so I, I want to talk about this play because I I'm a terrible at bluffing, like which is why I play like a non bluffable deck where it's like you either have it or you don't. Uh, so he is at he's about to go to six life and he's like and I have two red open and I have four cards in hand and he's like he's like do you have double bolt? And I had 
two lightning bolts and a chain lightning. I was like, I'll show you one card. And I flip over the chain lightning. And he goes for it. He goes right to six. And I was like, bolt, bolt. It's the only time I ever bluffed anybody. I mean, Period. I don't even care for the scummy. I fucking, I was just happy to do it. Could you have just done it to like in response to him casting much? He no, he didn't. He wasn't there yet. Like he had, he was oh. had to go down to get the witch. Oh, like, he gotcha. had to go down to six life. Okay. Oh, gotcha. I don't think you have to answer that question. Like I would, I would be evasive. I'd be like, well, you gotta find out, aren't you? <laughs> like, I, I mean, we were we were both going for a three three at that point, and it was oh. round six. Oh, so I don't think either one of us were thinking about it too hard. But I was like, I would like to. I was like, let me lure him in just a little bit. I, I mean, I could talk red green all day, but he has to make his choice. He's active player. And I, I, I feel strongly that double bolt is the proper response to going to yeah. six to catch a lich. That's, that's my take. It was, I've been casted some lich in my day. I, I, so it was a cool deck. Like he was having, like, you know, it's a cool deck when he's like, no, no, let me explain to you how this deck works. Cause people, like, he had like a dark heart of the wood out and like he was like, explaining his loop he's like i'm gonna sacrifice a forest and draw cards and yada 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 and people are like is that how that works he's like yes like dude it was an interesting deck for sure for sure damn it dave you got me like brewing a deck in my brain now i haven't yeah wanted to do that in forever and i literally after this i'm i'm gonna put a deck together okay cool I, I, if if I have done nothing else other than inspire you to build decks, Mark, then I've 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 done my job. Mission accomplished. Hang the banner. All right, all right. So, <laughs> so the the blue green tempo deck that you talked about with some mana denial. Yeah. This is what we're gonna do. Why uh, play fogs? Just play fogs. Bird, 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 birds, elves, and then urums and some fatties, right? And then the blue splash is gonna be for uh, I'm gonna put in winter orbs and then put in um. Uh, was it power six? Oh, I dig it. See now, now you're tapping about down. It. I yeah, I, I play. But you can play man, play mana, at, play mana short. Don't play power sync. Play like mana short and tap them down no, in yeah. upkeep. It's been upkeep. Little, it's correct. It and then I think some um the, the hell is it called the uh, the tappy one for two the uh, I, I, I think Eric because, drain power. No, the artifact where you can tap an artifact relic fairy relic. Yeah, some relic berries in there would be all right too. Well, yeah, I, I have the one that I want is a Spice Award for, like, coming in fourth or so, whatever, from your event, man. That's that's definitely done some work. That that card does work. Like, it taps yes. down freaking Urbano's, like, soup cheese. Like, it's just... And and you need that chisel-like stuff. And Pendlehaven is the card. Like, I, I honestly don't know about Birds of Paradise because Pendlehaven and, and Scrib Sprites and Lanawar Elves, like that chip damage, like you're getting in there. Cyblast has got to be in the list, I feel like. And I've got four Boomerang, four Strip Mine, four Ice Storm is my current build. And then the Onx. And so, um, but Boomerang is, I mean, I love that card. I just freaking Yeah, Boomerang or Unsummon, I think would do a lot of work. Unsummon. I would, I would split that two and two. That's just me. Yeah. I feel like the Boomerangs are for everything you can't deal with. And the yeah. Unsummons are great for just getting fatties out. Yeah. I'm greedy. Like, in that, I, I'm greedy as hell. Too. I always want to do something with Lay Druid and instill energy. Maze of Ith. Yeah, that's a great one. I got Lay Druid, Maze of Ith quite a bit. So in a recent tournament, and I was like, ah, oh, dude, this is just shutting me down. It's so beautiful out. And it's like, you know why? This is Atlantic, and you don't have four strips. Yeah. So this is a problem for me. It's, okay, so let me tell you one more thing. 
I came to this conclusion only I only like if we're building a deck in EC, right? Like I'm like, okay, four strips. What are the fi- other 56 cards in this deck? Yeah. Do, I don't do do I don't do that in any other format. Like I don't sit down to like build an AC deck, Atlantic deck and go, okay, four factories, what are my next 56 cards? I don't I like think about what I want and then I'm like, oh, can I fit the factories whatever, right? But in EC, I'm like, okay, four strips. What else am I playing? So the hacks have a perfect sticker for this. Yeah, 100%. So the sticker says, Hacks, four strip mine, one KS orb, 55 flex, so- flex slots. That's what the sticker says. Fantastic. Oh, and the foot sign. <laughs> that foot sign's on my tube, too. That's been great. Like, I love that sticker. Was that your idea, Mark? It was. Keep them honest. Keep them honest. I was I was on a bit, and no one could figure out what a foot was. And I was just like, there's an easy solution here. Everyone yeah. has these, these mat container box things. I'm like, you know. Super easy. Yeah. Yeah, I made this. Oh, it took smart. me a really that's long smart. time because I'm really, really bad on images. So that took me like an hour to crop the chaos orb. That's good. That's good. Well, gentlemen, my family is getting rowdy and, and is going to start busted in here soon. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, probably... I'm glad that we also did not basically talk about anything, but yet <laughs> talked about everything. Yeah. I feel like we got content in there. I wasn't. Hopefully. Who cares? Like, no, this doesn't cost me any money. It just costs us time. <laughs> well, hey, and then if anybody else wants to come on here and you know shoot the breeze yeah. with us too, hey, give us a holler. This is fun. Um, Mark, did you get your package yet? Did you get that yet? I did. Yes. Just okay. recently. Thank you very much. I'm just making sure the mail goes out. I've had the I've had problems with mail here. Oh. Okay. Guys, I miss you, and this was like a really good like opportunity to hang out it was it was so cool when you guys like took me under your wing and like made me part of the community that you guys had so if i've never said thank you let me say thank you like it was freaking sweet that that ew into like the the we'll flip chaos orbs for beer and then we just had the most amazing time that was that was a plus dudeage so thanks bros Oh, okay. I want to shout out one thing local because we don't really normally shout out stuff. What is Luis's shop that he just opened? Okay. Luis opened a new shop with uh, at, called Tavern of Souls here in Albuquerque. Um, okay. We play a lot of modern. They also have an old school night on Thursdays. So if you guys get a chance, um, we're looking to try and figure it out this fall. Me and him got to sit down with some beers and sort out how we're going to try and throw an event. Um, we're going to try and do something where we're going to, and we'll, we'll post it in all the places where all of your list, all six of our listeners would know. Yeah, all uh, six of them. And, and, uh, and we'll, we'll figure something out, but it's called Tavern of Souls. I'm in there when I'm not hanging out at home with the kids. And if you're in Albuquerque, please come to visit. Those are dudes who are actual gamers and have been grinding for a while and are now at the place you probably are as well. So Yeah, yeah and Luis also does, has like a metal band because I follow him on uh, the That's Facebooks. Right. And that- yeah, he, he just recently got thrown out of a bar for being sober. So there's that. That's, that sounds like Luis. Uh, so yes, those guys are all into death. Like I'm the one, you know, like you know, prototypical I, hippie. <laughs> and I was like, thinking because Cavern of Souls. I think there's an Old Testament album called Coma of Souls. No, it's Creator. Coma yeah. of Souls. It's all gibberish, I man. Wonder, I wonder. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I mean, those like, yeah, I'm with Eric. Like, you, you, you might be onto something, might not. Uh, his, uh, his metal. I'm also fan- sitting here with a bad brain shirt. Yeah. On, so. 
I now bad brains I know right like I, I'm familiar <laughs> with that but but it, like their their metal bands are called Impaled Offering and Church Crusher. I didn't really get it like sure. until I <laughs> until I, I Church Crusher is a thing. Sure, it's, it's, it's got like That's a great. you know. Yeah, uh, it's their their album covers dope. It's like a robot crushing a a, church, a cathedral or something. And so I went to it live, and I was like, dude, this is I get it. Like in there, you hearing it live, like you can hear the interplay between all of the. It's it's pretty sick. Yeah. So nice. I can do a death metal concert. Like they put up with me. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> metal community, for accepting, <laughs> letting me live. <laughs> all right, man. I got a boogie, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. This was killer. All right. Bye, guys. Awesome to have you on. All right. Bye. All right, bud. All right. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, I had to cut it a little bit short. Uh, David had some uh, dinner guests coming over. Uh, so we'll have him back on here whenever uh, we can all get together. Uh, Mark had to take a quick work trip, so we'll probably get an episode out here uh, sometime in the next few weeks. All right. See you guys later.